You know, uh, aerobics and what Dr. Kenneth Cooper has brought to the United States is it's taken over, uh, not just the United States, all over China and South America. He's a legend. He's also 90 years old, and it's a great time to celebrate the birthday of the father of aerobics, Dr. Ken Cooper, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. A pleasure to be with you. And happy birthday. Thank you. At this stage of life, it's good to be happy birthday anyway, but at 90 years of age, I'm blessed. Well, I, blessed. you know, I mean, you've advocated, you know, the, and talked, extolled the virtues of, of, a, of a good, clean life and, 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 and also working out for a long time, and you certainly are an example of that. You've logged 80,000 miles personally exercising daily, primarily what, running and walking? Well, running for the first 40 years and then walking for the remainder. I had to stop running about uh, uh, 2004 and I broke, broke my leg snow skiing, but you, I didn't stop exercising. I transitioned from running to walking. And now I've been I here, here in California, celebrating my birthday, and I'm trying to walk five miles every day. Wow. So I'm very happy to be 90 years of age, still enjoying good health, still practicing medicine, and out here for a medical meeting. You've had a remarkable life. I mean, you continue to have a remarkable life, but you were in the military. You were training the the astronauts, and, and 50 years ago, you started your, your namesake uh, aerobics center uh, that's out here in, in uh, North Dallas. Um, what's What's been the best part of the 90 years, do you think? I'll just be blessed with good health with 80% of my medical school class who graduated in 1956 have all passed away. I think the Lord has had control of my life. By the way, there's a very good article published in January this year in the Decision Magazine from the Billy Graham Organization. It talks about my life. God has had his hand on my life. And that's exactly the truth because over the 50, last 50 years, the aerobics and the ups and downs we've had, I don't think I'd be here today if the Lord, if the Lord had been guiding me during this period of time. Had you ever seen anything like what we've been through for the last year, though? I mean, you 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 didn't you weren't around for the Spanish flu. You didn't miss it by much. But but uh, this has been a remarkable period. How how do we come out of this? Are we going to be stronger for it? Well, this is uh, something I've been trying to promote uh, very heavily to start getting the mainstream, and that is the importance for people of color to take large doses of vitamin D. I've been preaching this for many, many years. We've been testing vitamin D on our patients for the last seven years. And have found that those that have a high level of blood level of vitamin D, they don't tend to get the COVID-19 as much if they get it. And when they get it, they, it's not as severe. And that's now flooding the medical literature. So I've been preaching this for several years. So again, I think that's one of the highlights of my life. That's why I've been recommending here recently during this stage of COVID, which has been killing so many people around the world. What about the following that you have that you developed in Brazil. You're an idol in Brazil. How did that come about? Well, I've been going there since 1970. I worked with the Brazilian World Cup soccer team back in 1969-1970. As a result, quote-unquote, uh, they won the World Cup championship in 1970, Mexico City. So I became, quote-unquote, an icon in Brazil because I helped, the, I helped them win the World Cup championship, so they said. And so now if you go to Brazil, they'll ask you, have you done your jogging? Have you done your running? They ask you, have you done your Cooper? And that's been... <laughs> And I love the Brazilian people. I've said I've been there 21 times. I, would, I wanted to go back this last October. I couldn't speak in Curitiba, but I sent a video down there. So I went over Brazil again this last October by video. I've been blessed, tremendously blessed, David. Well, and, and then, you know, you're, you're, you're multi-coastal because you're also so well-known in China. When did, that, when did you first go to China? 
Well, first went to China in 1988, and that's kind of an interesting story, David, because an 18-year-old young man, I thought I was being called to become a medical missionary to China, dedicated my life to a medical missionary to China. I never felt the calling to go to seminary as I went through my training, but I finally realized that the Lord didn't want me to work in some rural hospital. He wanted me to work at, with the top people in China. You know, I, really met, I actually met with President Xi back in 2013. So I've had a lot of good contacts there. They respect my work in China. They're following my work. And I've had several messages a day from China. So I, I love the Chinese people. I don't, I don't care for their government, but I love the Chinese people. They tend to love me over there. You really wanted to be an astronaut, though, didn't you? Originally? Yes, I did. I transferred from the Army to the Air Force back in 1960 to become a scientist astronaut. I went through the program and started to get into the training program. But by 1970, though, I realized that if I was going to get a flight into space, it's going to take about a long time to do that. So I left, and my partner, Bill, who was with me at the time, and he stayed in the program, and it took him 17 years to get his first flight into space. Good so I made the decision not to wait that long and decided to leave the Air Force with no retirement, nothing of that type, and to start from scratch back in 1970. It's an active guy that I've been able to, to exist all this time, be successful, and now we're all over the world. Were you there during the Alan Shepard and John Glenn, Wally Schirra period? Is that? Yes, I was. And I actually went down to Houston and, and lectured with most of those incoming astronauts. That was a part of my work with the NASA program as well with Bill Thornton, was the astronaut I was working with. And we had to develop an in-flight anti-deconditioning program for the astronauts in space. And I thought at that time I would go ahead and become a science astronaut, as I said. And I just thank the Lord I didn't because it's been a much more wonderful life since I left the Air Force and what's happened. You know, I know you partnered with the NFL, too, which is uh, just a remarkable accomplishment. They've saluted you. They're using some of your programs, aren't they? Yes, that's true, too, because I worked the Green Bay Packers back many years ago and trying to encourage them to get some endurance training to be a better football player. As Vince Lombardi once said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. I said, you guys get in shape. It would lay the onset of fatigue and reduce injuries. I told Brazilian soccer team the same thing, too. But no, I worked in the NFL and when Tom Landry worked the Cowboys. And I have and I received an honor from the National Football Foundation Hall of Fame. And I'm enshrined there at their museum in Atlanta. I received that back in 2013. We had Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach and Archie Manning were there that night to give me the award. Boy, there's just, it's almost like there's nothing you haven't done. Now, one thing you haven't done, and you and I talked about this, I don't know, it was 10 or 15 years ago. I thought you were going to get grabbed to be Surgeon General. They were going to take you off to Washington, D.C. I had the opportunity when George Bush was president, and I, I considered it very strongly. And I, whether I'd have been accepted or not, I don't know. But they wanted me to concentrate on AIDS, avian flu, and bioterrorism. I didn't want to concentrate. I wanted to concentrate on child obesity, diabetes, adult obesity, the cost of health care. But they said, you're wasting time in Washington. That's what they told me because it's been tried before by many uh, congressmen without success. So I'm going to come back to Texas and try to work with the kids. And I came back and worked with Rick Perry, and we started our fitness grand program in Texas. That's back in 2008, and now it's swept the country. In fact, I just found out today that they just accepted the fitness grand testing program in Oklahoma. That was just passed by a law yesterday. Oh, really? Just yesterday. Oh, that's that's outstanding. So you've lectured in like 50 different countries around the world. Are you still at it? Yes, I haven't been because of COVID, but I'll probably be back on the lecture schedule international. Well, I've been in a total of 80 countries throughout the, my career, but I have actually lectured in 52. Of course, the books are in 41 languages. So that gives a lot of opportunity to travel around the world. 
I'm not planning on retiring. As I said, I'm working every day, enjoying good health. I've outlived my mother and father, my father by 13 years, my mother by eight years. I'm, still, I'm 90 years of age. And so the Lord, I guess he's not through with me yet because I still enjoy life to the fullest. Uh, and I've some wonderful friends along the way to support me like like David Johnson. And you have a lot of good, a lot of good friends all over the world. I can't think of anybody that's that's better known than you are. Look, happy 90th birthday, and I look forward to talking to you on 91 and 95. And and I know you'll pass, Abby. You'll will be over 100. Um, congratulations on a great life. Thank you very much. It's a real pleasure to be with you, David. I thank you again. Thanks, always. Uh, for more of our conversation with Dr. Cooper, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.